Hello, Penny Droppers. It is Penny Terry back with you today. It's been a while. I've been busy getting up a mountain, both literally and metaphorically. And it's the outcome of getting up that mountain that I want to talk about today. And I'm just going to jump in sounding a bit different to commentate my own podcast. If you remember the last episode, this is my effort at creating suspense. So the plan is that as I talk, you'll be trying to work out what the outcome is. Therefore, I'm maintaining your attention. Now, as a heads up, this episode is a bit of a sales pitch. But even if you're not interested in what I'm selling, I don't think it will matter because it's a sales pitch that also does a pretty good job of explaining the third and final way to get attention with attention being the first of my six steps to having better conversations or big conversations, as I like to say. A couple of episodes ago, I talked about head-up attention, doing something surprising, unexpected, breaking the pattern, the anti-wolf whistle type of attention. And then last episode, I talked about head-down attention, where your audience just can't look away because they're trying to solve the mystery that you've created. You've created suspense. So surprise, head up, suspense, head down. And today is about head up and down attention. So if you could just do that for a second, wherever you are, head up, head down, head up, head down. Are you doing it? (laughs) Can anyone else see you? (laughs) Gold, either way. So what are you doing? You're nodding. So the third way to get people's attention is to get them to get it early and understand what you're on about. Now, I think the fastest way to get people nodding is by using a simile. Now, I sound very grammatically correct when I say that. I don't care if it's a metaphor, an analogy. I'm not an English teacher. But the fastest way to make someone care, to get them invested, is to link something that they don't yet care about or understand with something that they do. And I'm back in my commentary voice, just to remind you that I first chatted about metaphors in episode five. So if you don't get enough from this episode, just scroll back and have a listen. So to that mountain. Now in Northern Tasmania, we have a long weekend at the start of November. It's one of those region specific ones. And our family decided to take the kids for a bushwalk, a walk up the saddle of the Hazards Mountain Range, which is on the Freycinet Peninsula on the east coast of Tasmania. It's those pink granite mountains that you may have seen pictures of. And it takes you to the lookout for the magnificent wine glass bay. Anyway, the kids always jump at the idea. They love it. It's as though they get really excited just by looking up at the big mountain and imagining what it will be like at the top when they're looking over at wine glass bay. They don't even think about the process of getting there. But literally, as soon as we hit the first steep bit, and there are lots of steep bits on this walk, they start complaining. They start saying they don't want to do it. They want to go back home. It's too hard. So for my seven-year-old, I found that there are two things that work. One is that I need to put a few challenges in place. He's totally motivated by challenges. And I heard myself saying, you know what, mate? You see that next bend up there? If you just make it there, we'll get our first good view and you'll see why it's worth it. He's the kind of kid who needs to be doing the doing, getting it done, and then getting rewarded. Plus, the second thing, he has to do the walk with a gang. (laughs) Taking the cousins along makes it so much better for him because they're complaining about the same things, they care about the same things, and I think he just loves having his buddies there to talk about the kind of the walk with 
while he's doing it. But for my four-year-old, it's a bit different. So it means either giving him a piggyback, so literally doing the hard work for him, or holding his hand and pulling him up the steep bit. But look, if you've got kids or if you've been a kid, you'll know that the absolute pinnacle, if you pardon the pun, the way to get them to the top, get the bushwalk done, is a little bit of bribery along the way that comes in the form usually of chocolate. Scroggin. I still can't believe that's a word. If you know, you know, right? If you're not familiar with it, look it up. Just make sure you get the spelling right. Scroggin. It seems to be a, a bushwalk-specific snack. Anyway, at three quarters of the way up, the scroggin comes out. And I'm always amazed at just how much this helps people get to the top, where they can then see how worthwhile the walk was, making something that seemed impossible at that first steep bit possible. So why am I talking about bushwalks today? I reckon you've probably worked it out. Because climbing a mountain, it's a very common metaphor, therefore perhaps a useful example. So I think this bushwalk is a really useful way to describe, and here comes the sales pitch, my Get Podcasting group mentoring program, while also showing you how metaphor stories can work. And just jumping back in for the final bit of commentary. So the aim is that you'll understand my podcasting program better because I've linked it with a familiar story about climbing a mountain, something that you already understand. And my job now is to show you how my podcasting program is like climbing a mountain. (laughs) So let's see how I go. Like, what is the scroggin bit about? Get Podcasting is for thought leaders and experts who know they need a podcast. They know they want to get to the top where they've got something as pretty as Wineglass Bay that thousands of people will want to come and look at, listen to each year. But almost as soon as they get going, they face all sorts of hurdles, steep bits. That makes it seem too hard. I mean, what gear do I get? How do I use it? How do I publish it? How do I promote it or cross-promote it? How do I make sure I'm sharing my IP in a way that will ship thinking, will make my guests look good, bring in new work and sound professional? Because what if I get to the top and I realise I've climbed the wrong mountain and the view is terrible and no one wants to see it? So what I do is I make it easy. I've climbed this mountain so many times before. I know where the steep bits are and I know what's around the bends. So I give you a group to work with. There are four group mentoring sessions. But then I also know that the seven-year-old needs a little bit of different support to the four-year-old. So you get four individual sessions too. I'll help you pack your bag with all the equipment and skills that you need to get to the top and get your podcast out. Sometimes I'll encourage you. Sometimes I'll teach you. Sometimes I'll hold your hand. And sometimes I will give you a piggyback and do it for you. But together, we will get to the top. Over six months, we'll plan, present, publish and promote your podcast. But, and here it is, (laughs) I feel silly saying this, because you are a penny drop listener, I am willing to get the scroggin out of my backpack right now to get you over the line. (laughs) If you're interested, send me an email with the subject line, penny drop, get podcasting, penny drop, get podcasting so we can book in a meeting and if you sign up you'll get 10% off that's the scroggin to get you to the top
No, you probably won't find that in the description of Scroggan on Wikipedia, but I've put it in here. So my email is penny at pennyterry.com. Penny at pennyterry.com. All the details are in the show notes. And look, whether you're interested in this program or not, I hope you've been interested in how metaphor stories can work as a way to get and maintain attention. Plus, if you know someone else who you think might like this program, I'd love for you to send this episode on. I will look forward to your emails, even if they are just to heckle me. As I said, all the details are in the show notes. Otherwise, I'll talk to you next week. 